Welcome back to the Super Bowl edition of The Right Show. Now, the Super Bowl is over, but we're going to do a wrap-up. If you hate football, don't worry, we're going to make fun of it. This is not the Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Corden. This is not the reboot of the Jon Stewart Show. You're watching Valuetainment Presents The Right Show. Today's episode is going to be so much fun. We're not only talking about the Super Bowl, but we're going to mention Biden's brain is turning into banana mush. We're going to talk about that. A rapper gets mocked on a podcast. It's going viral. And a woman tries to return a three-year-old couch to Costco. We're going to show you how that goes down as well. Uh, it's all happening right here, right now, on The Right Show. Let's go. All right, I'm going to ask you right here, right now. I want to know, where are you from? And what was your favorite commercial from the Super Bowl. The reason we ask these questions is because they spend five, 10, 15 million dollars trying to get the commercial right. Now somehow, this local outfit was able to buy an advertisement and I don't know how they did it. It's a very low budget commercial. I thought it was a little embarrassing but this is a company called Pistol, Peach, uh, Pistol Pete's Mattress Store and they also are doing a sports book. I don't even know if this is legal. Check out their commercial. This might be your favorite. You might have missed it. Don't blink. from Pistol Pete's Mattress Store and Sports Betting, inviting you to come on down and place your bets during our Super Bowl extravaganza. We're taking bets even Vegas ain't talking about. That's right, non-traditional bets. Like how many times is that their national anthem singer gonna mess up the song? That's right, we will be listening, Reba. Mm-hmm. We're also taking bets on which beer company gonna advertise most in them their commercials. Which team is gonna have the first injury? Which team gonna have the most white fellas get a hold of that their pigskin? You never know. How many times Taylor Swift gonna make this face during the game. Ooh. <laughs> she kind of looks like a sister. Hey, calm down there, Paul. Also, who'll be the first celebrity to eat on camera? Which team weighs the most? Oh, there's a big boy. <laughs> Which team's gonna have the first butt slap? Paul, we say we're gonna do that. And how many times is Usher gonna say, yeah, yeah? Plus, we'll be taking bets on which coach cusses first and what color that Gatorade gonna be when it gets just torn all over his head. All that more. That's right. If it's a traditional bet, it ain't welcome here. Pistol Pits. <laughs> also, remember this. Oh, oh, sounds like we better get going. There'll be one more bet to place. Oh. How long gonna it take Pete, Pistol Pete, Pete I can to get out of prison? I can't we're not going Pete. back. Pete, I can't so go back. Hey, Pete, idiots. I can't believe they're able to afford a Super Bowl commercial. Now, we asked you earlier, what was your favorite? Do you have a new favorite Super Bowl commercial? I bet about 75% of you have now changed that answer right there. Well, the Super Bowl, uh, whether you like it or not, started off to a bad start with singer Andra Day performing Lift Every Voice and Sing, which is widely known by anti-Americans as the Black National Anthem. That was at the start of this year's 2024 Super Bowl. Now, here we have a country where people talk about unity every day and how we're too divided. There's only a few things we have to unite us in America. Uh, we all stand for the anthem, and 30 40% of the country doesn't want to do that anymore. And we all had one anthem, and 20 30% of the country doesn't want that anthem. They want to do a new one. And if you say, I don't like it, I prefer us all being under one nation, one flag, one anthem, they call you the racist, bigoted, sexist, Islamophobic, divisive one. How do you like that? When you say, we got this anthem, let's do this one. No, do the new one. I don't want to do the new one. You're racist. So that's what happened there, and they sang the song. 
Uh, now, it's not really a national anthem, but that's what they're calling it, and it's very confusing for many people. And a lot of people think, this, this is a great idea. There should be one. After all, think of all the things that black people have been through. But if that's the case, then get ready for next year's press release. I believe it'll go something like this. The Super Bowl will be delayed by two hours in 2025 due to the singing of our national anthem, followed by the black national anthem, the Armenian anthem, and we know they'll be running late, the Spanish anthem, French anthem, Asian anthem, which caused a stir, and now they want to split that into the Japanese anthem, Korean anthem, Chinese anthem, the Cambodian anthem, the Filipino anthem, the Filipina anthem, and the Pud Thai anthem, followed by a quick anthem from our sponsors, Pfizer and the Bud Light anthem, then a somber Ukrainian anthem. The NFL proudly will not be allowing a Russian anthem and will conclude with Feliz Navidad as Mexico is still working on their latest anthem. Yay, what did you think of that? So that's what's coming our way if we start making separate little groups and separate songs for separate intersectional interests. I say no, only one anthem and we're gonna ask you right here, right now. Do you think there should be multiple anthems so that everyone feels like they have their own or are we one nation under God with one anthem? Put in the chats, I bet you're gonna find a lot of like-minded places right there. We move right along. The game started off a little rough for Kansas City. They were not playing up to par. And the boyfriend of the month, Travis Kelsey, was so angry, he ran up to his coach and kind of shoved him. We don't have the video because it's not allowed to share, but we brought it into clarity here. He got right in his face and screamed, and boom. He said, you better put me in, coach, when I tell you you put me in and you keep me in. Boy, was he mad. Apparently, if he wasn't able to do well on that field, Taylor might not have been as interested in him after that. The question is, Taylor's fans are now very nervous that she's paired up with a large, big, aggressive man who would dare attack, shove, and scream at an elderly gentleman on the side of the football field that looks like the Pringles guy. They're concerned, all the Swifties out there are, this is a huge red flag, run Taylor, you don't know what he's gonna do to you. And I could see that. If Taylor does something he doesn't like, he might say, hey, leave me in, leave me in now, I wanna stay in. So we're gonna find out what happens with that relationship in the months to come. Is it a red flag or not? You decide. Next, there was a commercial. One of the worst commercials was a Dove commercial. Dove should not be controversial. It's a soap. You get in there, you use soap. It should say, it smells like this, it looks like this, it makes your body feel like that. Towel off and go. But not Dove. They wanted to make a political statement about how we need to be better and respect girls' bodies more so that they still want to swim. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, but it showed a lonely girl looking at herself in the mirror, and she's turning 12, and she doesn't like the way she looks. So she, by the way, she looks great. If she looked like Lizzo, then you'd sell more Dove. Take a look. So for those who are asking, why are girls not confident at all when they are swimming? And why do 40%, 45% of women quit sports by the age of 14? Uh, I have an idea. Maybe it's because you're letting men jump in the pool. Beat them. And there's no future for them in sports if 
The radical left is going to keep allowing biological men to compete, put on a bikini, jump in the water, and whoop their behind. So maybe it's not the soap you're using. Maybe it's not society telling women they aren't cute when they're swimming. Maybe that's why they're not really into the sport. They're not the best at it, and now you're taking away women's sports as well. Now back to the football game. Enough commercials. The first injury happened very quickly in the game. None other than the 49ers, in the weirdest of ways, this gentleman was just running to the middle of the field to start the game, and he tore his ankle or his, his Achilles heel right there before he even entered the gridiron. That's a very weird thing. That man had been training for the Super Bowl since he was probably five years old, and his ankle goes out on the 49ers right then and there. We go to the next injury list. We had George Kittle injured, Ambry, of course, Oren, Eric, and Kalia Davis, if that's it, or Kalia Davis, doesn't matter. The point being, that is a lot of injuries very quickly. So here comes the people trying to make predictions. We know Taylor Swift was at the game. She was in a box. She looked a little something like this. And we know Taylor is kind of a, kind of a witch in many ways. So why did so many 49ers get injured? I have my own theory. See if you'll spread this around so it goes viral. I think she had a voodoo doll of each and every single member on the 49ers. What do you think about that? The Wicked Witch of Wichita. Now, speaking of witches, the next commercial came on, another commercial break, and we've all seen the play Wicked, or you've heard of it, it's on Broadway. Wicked is a spinoff of the witch's story. The Green Wicked Witch of the West, well, Turns out she looked like this for Broadway, and the new movie comes out, she's going to look like this. They've decided to go woke. It appears, now I don't know much about this movie, but it appears Ariana Grande is going to be Dorothy, and, and someone's going to correct me if they've seen the play, I haven't, and the Wicked Witch is not only green, but she's also black, which means she can be a pilot for United Airlines tomorrow if she so chooses. That is a very rare find. I got a question for you. What would you call a Samoan witch? I have an idea. A Sam witch. What do you think of my idea right there? Please put it in the comments. We're going to be back. Now, that is all for the Super Bowl. So if you don't like football, don't worry. We're moving on to greener pastures. Let's go. All right, back to having fun. Now listen to this. We all know Leonardo DiCaprio likes him young, but this is too young. Take a look at Greta Thunberg. These two were caught hobnobbing and it raised a lot of questions. People were asking, is he now dating this 23-year-old? But I'm going to warn you, Greta, that means you only have two years with Leo before you're out. And you're going to have to say, how dare you? He probably blew a lot of carbons getting over to visit her in Sweden. And I'm going to tell you this. When I first saw that picture, let's show it one more time. I thought, do you guys remember the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape? I thought they're making a sequel where now he's dating, a, he's got a little girlfriend. What's Eating Greta Grape? That's not all from movies. We have Disney at it again. They can't just leave good things alone. Captain Jack Sparrow. We all loved Captain Jack Sparrow. He's one of the greatest pirates in the world. Well, a new Captain Jack Sparrow might be on the way. Ayo Adabiri rumored to replace Johnny Depp as a lead for Pirates of the Caribbean Part 6. Oh my goodness. The guy's still alive. He created the most iconic character in the world. 
Yes, he had that thing with Amber Heard, but he was found innocent. Can a guy catch a break in this world? Do you think, time to ask you, do you think Pirates of the Caribbean is even a movie at all without Captain Jack Sparrow? Or do you think it's gonna be A-OK -okay if at first you don't succeed with the Black Mermaid and the Black Witch and the Sandwich and everybody? Try again with a Black Captain Black Sparrow. Well, that is fantastic. So that's what's coming down the movies. Are you gonna see it or skip it? I think if it doesn't have Johnny Depp, I'm gonna send a message to the box office personally and I hope you'll join me. Now, speaking of entertainment, Bobby Altoff, she is a very monotone podcaster, and had I known that you could do a podcast like this and get millions of views, I never would have brought all that energy to you when I first got here, okay? But this is what she looks like, and people like her for her other assets as well, and uh, she's married, she has a baby recently, and her husband just filed for divorce, but that's not what makes her special, that's just the gossip. What makes her special, she goes and interviews now hip-hop stars rap artists and ask them very boring monotone questions and then challenges them on it when they don't answer how she thinks. This is now going viral because millions of people are shocked that she asked this rapper, how long have you been a musician? Well, the rapper didn't even know what a musician was. It went a little something like this. What do you know? That you're a musician. But that's why I'm interviewing you today, so I can get to know you. So I'm a musician. Mm -hmm. What the f*** that mean? Make magic or something? What is musician? I think that's, I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, I make music. I make I, music. I, and that's not all I do. I make music. I act. I'm a TV star too, a young mogul. Uh -huh. I, just really quick, I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you, you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever the f*** you said. See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician, not what, magician. I don't think, baby, but, I don't think. What is that? That's ghetto. I don't think. I know. So you, you think. I didn't say magician, Suki. I said musician. And I think you are a musician. No, baby. I do music. So you, just really, just really quick, for the record, could you say you don't think you're a musician? I'm not none of that. But then after that, you just said, I do music. Yeah, I do music. So in other yeah. words, you're a musician. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay, this could happen to anybody, you know, your career is music and someone's like, aren't you a musician? Oh, you think I'm doing magic? Pulling a rabbit out the hat? Mm-mm, sister. So that was very funny and many people believe it was just a little sketch, you know, like, hey, you know, who's on first? No, who's on second? What do you mean? No, what do you mean on third? You know, so are they doing that or is she really that cuckoo? It's just funny that she would play that dumb to her own fan base and go viral and people don't know for sure. If it was me, you would know. I, I know what a musician is. For me, you know. All right, moving right along. Speaking of complete idiots, Joe Biden has shocked the world yet again uh, as one of the dumbest people in the world to the point where that is now his defense in the court of law. There was a special counsel that was appointed to find out why Biden had stolen classified documents when he was senator and vice president and kept him in his garage. Because remember, the classified documents thing is what they're trying to nail Trump on. Hard to nail Trump if Biden has them too. So they're like, what do we do here? Well, their excuse is, well, Biden called right away when he found out they were in his garage. Nah, they've been in his garage for several years. So the special counsel was appointed. And here's what the special counsel came up with. And I read, her came to the assessment while also referring to the president as a sympathetic well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, infuriating many within Biden's party and driving the news narrative 
the White House desperately wanted to avoid. Republicans seized on that one, using it to attack Biden's age, cognitive ability, and while Democrats called it a highly politicized article. How crazy is that? So what you have here is her saying, Biden has those documents. He took them. But I don't think any jury would ever be able to indict this guy and, of course, sentence him because he's a well-meaning, old, elderly man that's often very forgetful. And as we know, their mental ability isn't all that. That made Biden more furious because that was his defense. So it was just very, very shocking that that's where we're at in this country. I agree with her. Biden is an old, elderly, forgetful man, and that's why he shouldn't be president. He shouldn't be working. You wouldn't trust him with a lawnmower, a weed whacker, shears. You wouldn't trust him serving ice cream to kids. He'd probably try to sniff the kids and the ice cream. You wouldn't trust him as a Walmart greeter. As soon as he walked in, he'd say, goodbye. You know, he'd get it all backwards. Now, here is what his defense is. I want you to take a look and see what you think. The conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, Mexico? did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. Mm. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. Okay, so his defense was, I've got it under control, and, and I'm thinking about other things right now, including the president of Mexico in the Middle East, Sisi, who uh, needs to be treated better uh, with Israel. His mind, all over the place, we're in trouble. Now, this reminds me back in 2003, in Santa Monica, there was an old man, he was about Biden's age, and he was in his car, and he went to this farmer's market, and he drove right through it. And his defense was, uh, I couldn't remember uh, which was the gas and which was the brake. So I stepped on the, uh, I thought I was stepping on the brake and I kept plowing through people. He killed multiple people. And I'll just give you the highlights. It was a 92 Buick. He was an 86 year old. That's right around Biden's age there. And he drove through a wooden and plastic barricade. And he killed an infant, a three year old, a married couple, a homeless man, and another 80 year old. Okay, then he got caught trying to flee the accident. Okay, Weller was convicted 10 counts of vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence for one of the worst pedestrian tragedies in U.S. history. And the jury decided, after seeing images of the carnage, that the 91-year-old, five years later, would be sentenced, back to me, get this, to five years of probation to live out the next five years at home, not jail, not prison, home. That's what Biden's doing. He is sentenced to a home. Can you believe that? So not only can these horrible 80-year-olds do horrible things, they don't even get punished for it the way you and I would because that's their excuse, their alibi. I'm going to read this again. Get this. It gets even worse. Under the settlement of Santa Monica, the public private company that oversees the city's downtown area, they should have protected it better. They will have to pay $1 million dollars of Moshe Hoffman's, uh, to the family of Moshe Hoffman, a 78-year-old woman who was killed by Weller's car, $5 million to the family of the 62-year-old and the 7-month-old child, and two families will split 152 grand 
and 500 grand from an insurance policy. So these are not innocent crimes. Taxpayers have to pay for this. And what is happening now? America is paying for the stupidity of Joe Biden. I was told when Joe Biden got elected that we're going to have an adult in the White House, not a guy who needs adult diapers. And look at this. Now that we've had an adult back in the White House, take a look at the report card. I wrote this. We've had cocaine in the White House, trans parties on the front lawn, gay adult films being taped on the Senate floor. We lost Afghanistan, our embassy there. We started a war in the Middle East. We caused Israeli hostages. Inflation is up. Oil production is down. Theft rings in every major Democrat city stealing from Walgreens, Walmart, and iPhone stores. Border is wide open. Women's sports have been destroyed. Jobs handed out based on diversity instead of merit. And a man who thinks he's a woman was in his cabinet running around airports stealing women's suitcases. Well done, Biden. Let's ask you in a little chat over here, based on that report card, what do you think? Are you glad there's an adult back in the White House? <laughs> I feel a lot better about it. We'll be back with more from The Right Show right after I puke. This was a lot of fun. After something like that, we need to lighten it up a little bit. A Vietnamese lady decided to take Costco's return policy to the test. She bought a couch about three years ago. Couldn't find the receipt, but decided she didn't want it no more. She explains it, and she's getting a lot of hate mail for what she did. Take a look. We are returning a two-and-a-half-year-old couch to Costco. I do want to premise it is very intimidating going in there with a big giant purchase and you're returning it so it's like very intimidating there's a lot of people staring at you but who cares return it they have an awesome return policy buy your furniture from costco girl you can return it when you don't like it anymore okay i didn't get to film after because we were in a rush and stuff but when i got up there i already knew the date that i had bought it because i had taken a photo of when we were bringing it up to our apartment at the time because i was pregnant and i couldn't lift it so luckily i knew the date um i told her around the date that i bought it she looked it up in the computer told me exactly which one it was she found the like online whatever she looked at and then she goes okay cool and that was it she just asked me if it was if there was anything wrong with it or i just didn't want it or like like it anymore and i said i just didn't like it anymore which is we just don't like the color anymore and <laughs> they gave us our refund full refund to his card so yeah it worked how do you like that i don't like the color anymore i enjoyed the color back in 2019 but now forget it we're moving on to greener pastures so we have to get to the bottom of this now this is costco's policy however it's a couch you laid on it you probably did some other things on it. You Netflix and chilled all over the cushions. You had to flip them till it got to the other side so no one could see. At least that's what happened at my couch. Question for you is, do you believe that Costco should change their policy for couch surfers like this, or did the lady do the right thing? She took advantage of a policy, and if they don't have a problem with it, neither should we. That is a Seattle resident for you. What can you say? That's how they act with everything in that town. Now, we're going to look at something that was really fun. I saw this when I was at the gym. Take a look. Uh, 
I mean, what can you say? I just love fitness. I like seeing people who work hard and achieve their goals, upper body strength. That's really what I was into there was the shoulders and the forearms. I think a lot of our staff agrees. So thank you for watching that. And now this brings us towards the end of the right show. We've covered fun things, horrible things, unethical things, and borderline illegal activities. But we always make a commitment to wake America up with laughter and tell the truth through comedy. So we end with a comedy clip. This one was one of my favorites. Candace Owens was able to check out one of my uh, stand-up clips, mentioned she liked it, and this is me explaining who I am. So when you see the name Kayvon, that's my real name, Kayvon Moezy. It's actually a Persian name, Iranian. My baba is from Iruni. My mama, Amrakai. What does that mean? I'll explain it here. This comedian's name is Kayvon. My dad is Persian. My mom is Scottish. That's rare. I call it Harry Pottish. <laughs> That's right. People are like, that's not a minority. Yes, it is. Half Persian? Nobody's half Persian out there, man. And what's crazy is people go, you don't seem Persian to me. I'm like, that's because I use cologne responsibly. Amazing. You can follow him on Instagram. You can follow him on YouTube. Be sure to check him out. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for wrapping up the Super Bowl with me. Make sure to like, subscribe, tell your friends about our show. We want to get maximum views. Leave the comments, leave the chats, and I'll tell you one more thing. Be sure to tune in each and every week because we're going to tell the truth through comedy. We're waking the world up with laughter. Now say goodbye to the Super Bowl until this time next year. Bye-bye, folks.